Whoa. Free boat ride for three. Now, who should I take? Oh, shit! Get your towels ready, it's about to go down! Everybody in the place hit the fucking deck! But stay on your motherfucking We are actually uh, sailing up the Nile from Edfu now. It's pitch black, and uh, our, we, we, we don't have our studio with you, so, uh, with us, sorry. Bonus Chimerica! What the fuck? Did I scare you there? Yeah, kind of. Okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Good All right, guys, welcome to a special bonus episode of Grimerica. What do you mean by a bonus? Well, I don't know. We, we've basically fallen into uh, one episode a week. It usually comes out someplace between Thursday and Tuesday. Right on. And uh, this one will come out with two episodes this week. So this one's a bonus episode. So I'll make this one short and sweet, too. Yeah, exactly. We've been so... We've been so lucky with guests lately that uh, this this opportunity came up and it was tough to squeeze it into the rotation. So we figured we'll just give you fuckers an extra episode. Yeah. So this is Dr. John Ward and Scotty Roberts on a boat. Yeah. This will be John Ward's and Scotty Roberts coming live out of Egypt uh, on a boat on the Nile. Uh, not yeah, going to lie. The audio is a bit fucked at times. Yeah. And Chris Conway is is also with them. Yeah, there was uh, tons of connection problems, and they were on a boat, so there's kind of a dull roar in the background for a lot of it. Uh, but there's uh, some good audio there. Um, I've edited it as best I could, so uh, bear with it and take it for what it is, an in-the-moment sort of uh, live experience. It was a Sunday morning for us, I think. Yeah, yeah. Monday, Monday morning. Oh, yeah, Monday morning, and it was mon- Tuesday, Monday night there. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, enjoy your bonus uh, chat here. And uh, like I say, bear with the audio. I'm on a boat, motherfucker, take a look at me. Straight floating on a boat on the deep sea. Busted by night, wind whipping at my coat. You can't stop me, motherfucker, because I'm on a boat. Make your drink. Okay, guys, in Grimerica, today we're getting extra, a bonus episode. We're going to be talking with John Ward and Scotty Roberts again, but this time from uh, the deck of their boat over on the Nile someplace in Egypt. Uh, but first, as always, how's it going, Graham? Hey, Darren, I'm excited about this episode here. We're talking to Scotty Roberts, and uh, Chris Conway's actually in there too, and Dr. John Ward from their Exodus Reality Adventure. <clears throat> we may have been just uh, slightly disconnected with them. But this is um, the first of their adventures. The next one is coming up on October 13th to the 25th this year, 2014. That's following Paradigm Symposium 2014, which is now October 2nd to the 5th. So we're looking forward to hearing how their uh, their first Exodus Reality Adventure is going. How are you guys doing? Hey, pretty good. We're doing fine, guys. Yeah, very good, guys. Good, good. So how's the trip going so far? I'm sitting, uh, I guess, I see, it looked dark when we were looking at you guys. We're just watching the uh, sun kind of come up and starting to peek its uh, nose in the igloo here. 
I think we watched the sun come up some some 16 hours ago. Yes. I think I remember that. Something like that. No, 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 it was 12 hours ago. No, no. It came up at half five. Half or, five. Or was that the sun? Half five. <laughs> was that the sun we're talking about? Uh, yes, the sun came okay. up at half five. Uh, the sun... The, the sun... Is half a five two thirty or... No, it's 530. That's 5.30 to you, Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, but uh, yes, it's uh, 8.40 in the evening here now. It's dark. Uh, we're uh, floating up the Nile. Oh, uh, up the, the Nile. Nile runs, uh, the, the, the Nile runs north to the Mediterranean. Oh, I see. So yeah, Egypt, it's easier uh, to go the other way. Upper, upper Egypt in history was, was in the south, and lower Egypt was in the north. So we're... we're in Upper Egypt now. We're down uh, heading to Gebel El Silsila. Oh, okay. Uh, John Ward's uh, site. Yes, we're heading up against going south. So, I know it's confusing. Just tip your map upside down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, is uh, what's what's in Gebel El Silsila for you guys? Oh, so just just some stone. Nothing, yeah, nothing yeah. major. Is your wife you there know. or is your wife with you guys God. now? Yeah, that she, Maria is joining us tomorrow morning. Uh-huh. And, uh, Hope that, well, I'm looking forward to that part actually. I'll bet you. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're, we're going to be taking the group through the uh, the ancient quarries of Gebel El Sassila all day long and hopefully uh, explore one or two of the wadis that are there as well and show them some of the ancient inscriptions, some of the uh, the rock art that's there as well, which dates back to around about uh, eight to 9,000 BC. So uh, it's going to be uh, an amazing day tomorrow. A oh. long day as well. We've got a special surprise laid out for him as well at the end of the day, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. Is it the strap-ons? <laughs> did you say uh, Did you say eight to nine thousand years old? Yeah, but that you know, Scotty's not really that old. I'm, I'm pushing it. He's pushing it. But no, yeah, the the, the rock art uh, that we discovered last year um, that that date that actually dates back to the eight nine thousand period. Wow. So that's like before. The Everything. Earth was even around. <laughs> we must have a delay. Yeah, we do. We had a delay at the, the first bit, so. It's a dead zone. Okay, oh, here we go. Uh, oh. We're back. We're back. Sorry, guys. We're, we're, on, we're, we're literally, as, as Scotty tried to eloquently tell you or inform you of, we are actually uh, sailing up the Nile from Edfu now. Yeah. It's pitch black and... Uh, our, we, we, we don't have our studio with you so, uh, with us, sorry. Um, so we're on the old laptop with the old Vodafone. Yeah, you sound pretty good, though. Dongle. Dongle. Yeah, oh, well, I, I always sound good. It's Scotty that comes across a bit fuzzy. Yes, yes. And he's dressed well. Of course. Scotty's fuzzing up the connection. Always, uh, oh, that figures. <laughs> there you go. So how many guys do you have with you uh, in your party? Well, we the, 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 the most of them are women. Um, not guys. Really? But we we have a few guys, yeah. Um, we've got... Uh, 11. 11. Is oh, it 11? perfect. 11. Yes. 11 of us all together, which is fantastic. And we're having an amazing time. We started at Giza, at the Great Pyramid, of course, and the Sphinx and the other pyramids. We went then... Uh, where did we go from there? Uh, we went, we went to Serebet el Khedim. <laughs> and we were guests of Sheikh uh, Salim Berakat. And uh, he put us up uh, uh, in his Bedouin camp. And served us a sumptuous meal in uh, his own tent, which is about, I think that tent goes back four generations. It did, it did. It went back four so, generations. So, uh, uh, he, said, he said his mother, who was 120 years old, helped make that tent. So Wow. So, are you guys just going to sleep on the boat? No, yeah. no, we're going to sleep on, uh, on the water. <laughs> Levitating. <laughs> yes. Well, you need some acoustic acoustics for that. Yes, there are staterooms here, so it's so it's nice. So we've all got our, our rooms. It's a very nice old boat. This boat is as old as Sheikh's uh, yeah, it, mother. It, it's, it's in excess of a hundred years old. This boat itself. And, uh, how many how many rooms have we got? We got one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, nine rooms. Nine, rooms, nine, so... nine staterooms, and then we got the main the main presidential suite, which I'm staying in. Yes, which oh, has the the back, the back deck uh, observation with, deck. with its own private decking. And then, which is rather nice, um, which is private, of course. No one else is allowed in there, guys. It's just just me and my uh, daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So how many nights will you be on the boat? Like how uh, how much time do you spend uh, sailing down the Nile? Is that your main well, we, mode of transportation, or? Well, well, we've been uh, we of course took a bus to the Sinai the other day when we went to Sarbat El Khadim, and we've got our own bus. And uh, this uh, this boat we will be on. Uh, we've been this will be our second night, and I think we have uh, we have the rest of the trip. four or five, six more nights yeah. on this on this yeah. boat. Yeah, it's, it's it's phenomenal. We 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 will be uh, exchanging the boat for a hotel when we go to Abu Simbel. Right, right. Oh, that's great. And how are you getting to Abu Simbel? Because that's quite a, if I remember correctly, it was about a seven or eight hour taxi ride. We're actually driving. Um, we, we, we're going to drive all the way down there and then we're staying the night there. And uh, I, we have a surprise, which I can't tell because uh, Scotty doesn't know what the surprise is, nor does Chris. So I, I'm not going to add. John that has here. this great way of just, just wanting to keep a secret from his business partner. Yes. <laughs> I've arranged a surprise. And you oh, all. What is it? Uh, Me- it's I a can- mule. You're going by camel. It's a hostile yes, takeover of the company. Are you not always surprised? I am always surprised. And are you not always but elated? As a partner in this business, yes. should I not know what the surprises are? It's on a need to know basis, and you need not know. Oh, you're fired. Did you get him a surprise <laughs> Valentine's Day <laughs> gift, too? Or? Yeah, Scotty, Scotty gave me one of those little fluffy heart things with an <laughs> I love you on it. I, I, was, I was rather touched by it. You flip it over and it has the wiggly eyes. <laughs> and John's been giving us all little gods every day. Uh, these, these little uh, terracotta gods for all the guests. And uh, uh, one day he gave us uh, Bess, the uh, god of fertility. And uh, so we were regaling uh, all of our guests, uh, who are primarily women. <laughs> <laughs> what do they think that, of your antics? Well, well what's... They're, they're like, what is, this? what is this statue? You rub well, his that's, belly. That's the god Bess. And when you rub his belly, well, it's, uh, ladies, it's uh, um, uh, it's for fertility. <laughs> Oops. You wait till I give him the facts on the last day. Oh, Min, the god Min. That's the surprise. <laughs> that's the surprise. But we've also got with us uh, Chris Conway, who, who unfortunately had a, a slight <laughs> altercation today with a, with a door. Oh, no. At the Temple of Esna, um, it, if you can imagine, Graham and uh, Dan, the, the doorway is, is large enough for Bigfoot to actually fall through. But for some reason, Chris managed to stumble through and fall like a sack of spuds. <laughs> twisting, twisting, twisting his foot under. Yeah, twisting oh, his foot and his snap. ankle. Snap. And now has a bad sprained ankle, which is now in cast. And brave Sir Chris, as we now fondly call him, <laughs> Crips, is now has a lovely plaster cast, care of Edfu Hospital. Yes. Really? Yes. Which was an experience for Chris. Both me and Scotty, <laughs> unfortunately, we couldn't attend his bedside because we had other responsibilities to our paying guests. We tried to prepare him for the worst, though. Um, the last time somebody uh, here sprained their ankle like that or possibly broke it, that they had to amputate below the knee. Yeah. yeah. So we just wanted to be prepared for the worst. So when he came out with only a sprain and a cast, he felt pretty damn good. <laughs> the, the, the best bit about this, guys, though, is really, is, you know, Chris, Chris Conway, professional medium, <laughs> professional psychic, ex-TV presenter of Most Haunted. <laughs> well, when you a call house somebody- Name. Now, when you when you call now, somebody me, though a professional medium and yes. a professional psychic, yes. it sounds like he's got the neon palm hanging in his window that says, you know, come to to Madam well, Madam Christopher's <laughs> for uh, uh, your to get your palms read. Yeah. Uh, that'll be eighty five pounds. Thank you very much. Well, he keeps on coming up to me and say, "Do you want to buy some lucky heather?" <laughs> lucky heather. Buy some lucky heather for me. I've got a thistle here from Scotland. Let me read your palms. I read your palms. <laughs> Here, I came on this trip to connect with your spirits. <laughs> I've suddenly turned into Irish. <laughs> so that's exciting. You guys on your first trip will have your first yeah, lawsuit. Right. Ah, thank yes. you. But let, let, it's me, on its way. let me continue and <laughs> you with this fond story of woe. He's already called this barrister, by the way. Yes, yes. 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 <laughs> so, Chris, as we all know, is this professionalism. And uh, But when we were actually sleeping in the tents on the bare sands of the Sinai Desert, care of Sheikh Salim, my daughter 
actually had a premonition <laughs> while sleeping in the women's tent and awoke all of the other women in the tent by loud in her sleep <laughs> with one eye open and one eye closed. don't go near the door <laughs> and so we she everybody regaled this story of course to all of us and yes. to chris and we've yes. been mocking her and teasing her <laughs> but chris did not heed the advice he went near the door and fell through <laughs> no. the door that's big enough for the bigfoot crew there was actually a hole in the ground. Yes, it's called the floor. Yes, that's where I get stuck <laughs> They're on. called ancient slabs. They've been there for nigh on 3,000 yes. years. And how many mediums have they killed? Well, you'll be the first. Well. But you're alive. Yes. It's just a cast. So we're going to be hard-pressed to find another medium for the next trip. Well, Derek O'Corey said he'd do it. <laughs> oh, Sam. <laughs> Sam. Sam. This Sam. Thank yes, you, Sam. Thank yes, you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Yes, I got that, Sam. I don't know if you even know who the hell we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys are talking about. If it's about. not Sam, it's Imhotep or some sort of Egyptian god or something. Well, he was an Egyptian named Sam, probably Semir or something like that for all we know. Yeah. But we've actually had, all joking aside, guys, we've actually had some uh, really some profound... With Semeticus. Semeticus. Semeticus, associated with... with Cambyses. Cambyses, which is... Our next book, book, The Lost Armies of Cambyses, oh, that John know, and I are writing together. I, I know what, you make me feel intelligent, Vinny, just in being in your presence. <laughs> well, it's my job. I'm here to make you look good, Governor. <laughs> good. And you're doing a very good job of it. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank, thank you. you. I, 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 thank you. I, oh, thank I, you. No, I thank you. I applaud you. Oh, I thank you. I'm on my knees. I'm, I grovel I'm, at I'm your on feet. my belly. Oh. Baby. And Scotty's <laughs> rubbing it. <laughs> Fertility again. I'm trying yes. to rub his belly if he's on it. Yes. If I'm laying on my belly, how's he mm. going to rub it? Because Scott is underneath her. Oh, you're just wrong. Oh. You're just wrong. You, you, you. That's the Scots for you. In the words of the great Scott, yes. he, you're in a different realm. Yes. Totally. I, like, I like to think I am. Um, yes. So you're so gathering anyway, content for your new book. Thank guys. Before as I you go along. So. Mm. No, we haven't been gathering content on this trip. We're actually so busy being, uh, you know, the hosts. The, the, uh, Probably losing, the, the losing content. <laughs> losing what? He's lo you're content. losing content. <laughs> yes, yes. It's streaming out of us. <laughs> every morning that we, or every night that we go to bed at, you know, one or two in the morning and wake up at four to do an interview, we're like, oh my God. There was the other morning we had to do an interview. And I was absolutely incoherent and uh, non-functional. And John uh, actually fell asleep this afternoon for a couple of hours. And so... Uh, uh, on was, my chaise long, I might add. On, in the, on the chaise long. In the presidential... In the presidential cabin. I was just laying there. State I, room. I, Bryony, my daughter, came in at one point. I thought she was going to feed me grapes. No. Yeah. While laying there. Oh, while laying there. Yes. While dressed in tweeds. It's a gilded uh, chaise lounge. It's a, it's, it's a beautiful chaise lounge. Yeah. What have you got in your bedroom? Do you have a chaise lounge? Why, yes, I do. You don't even have a chair. He has a you medium. don't know. He has a Chris Conway medium. He has a <laughs> I have a medium in my room. There's a Chris Conway comedian. Comedian, yes, yes. <laughs> <And> <laughs> do those come with the trip? Is that like part of admission? Yes, what, what? Yes. Chris Conway? Yes, yeah. medium. Is you have to pay extra yeah. for the medium. It's a gift on your pillow. It's <laughs> <laughs> so wrong, doesn't it? It's it, 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 very wrong. What about a wounded medium? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, I'd like the management, please. I have a medium on my pillow. Yes. I want my money back. This medium a, can barely walk. And he's an invalid. <laughs> I distinctly ask for an extra large. This is why I do not share a room with these boys. They're just, they're in a different... Different realm. It's going to be the word of the day. You know? Yes, realm. Different yes. realm. Well, you know where that came from. Um, I, I'm saying, you know, Chris. I think he broke his. I think he broke his ankle. And John says, "No, don't say that. He's just manifest. It's only sprained." And he said, "So we want to manifest a sprain on Chris?" I said, "Why don't we just manifest that there's nothing wrong with it? If we're going to manifest, let's manifest a million dollars at the same time." Good point. And John says, no, it doesn't work that way. And he says, You're I said, well, I think it's broken. I said, I'm now a doctor, but I think it's broken. And John says, there you go again. You're manifesting a broken leg. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. And I, stopped, I, I said, John, if the leg is broken, it's broken. 
No matter what I want to manifest. But then I told you it's quite physics. rightly that if we put the fourth manifestation out there that it is a sprained ankle, it will be a sprained ankle. Your thought process then told me I would tell well, you actually spouted to me that well, I'm no, no matter what I own to and go ohm sprained ankle ohm. Does that unbreak his leg if it's broken? Well, is it broken? No. So there you go. Well, that, just means he manifested it. that just means he simply sprained it no, to begin it means, with. No, it, it, thank you. Oh. So yeah. speaking, uh, speaking of Chris, Chris, have you been to Egypt before? No, this is my first time here. So, so. How, how do you feel? Are you pretty time. sensitive to all the ancient spirits and stuff like that <laughs> that are here? <laughs> Are you sensitive to the ancient spirits then? I mean, it must be quite a, a challenge for you being a medium in this environment. Like, are, is there lots going yeah. on up there, in there, yeah. around there? At the beginning, um, the, the major problem that I was having... That went down the wrong throat. At the beginning... <laughs> Scotty. Sorry. <laughs> at, at the beginning, there was a, there was a, I had a major problem with the fact there was so much energy coming at me. Uh -huh. So... <laughs> <laughs> this is just a, a show on your end. Um, <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry. Oh, you can edit that out. <laughs> I need to apologize for my professional colleagues here. Uh, I'm used to it. I'm quite used to it. Every time I seem to be broadcasting in one way or another, John's splitting a gut and. <laughs> <laughs> So what what did you do to remedy the uh, outflow of energy to you? Well, basically, um, it was it was more the fact rather than trying to push in, it was more a fact of starting to work out exactly how the Egyptian spirits were actually trying to communicate with me. Okay. And what I found out is that they're very untrusting. Is that so, why you think you fell through a door? I think can you... I speak? Sorry. <laughs> so they're very untrusting. Interesting. Um, and what they've been doing is giving me a little bit at a time. So, uh, sorry? You're push. Yes, they're push, was, yeah. You're saying he was pushing through the door now. Pushed through the door by the spirits. All yeah. right. Chris is being serious. He's going to get irritated with us. We're going to shut up. <laughs> Chris is never serious. He's always happy. Yeah, always happy. So, yeah. So what, what, what I've found out is they're actually giving me a little piece at a time, a little bit of information. It's almost as if they're, they're giving me it just to test me, to see how I'm going to um, pass the message on, okay. how, who I'm going to tell, and how respectful it's going to be. And that's what I'm starting to um, figure out with the, with the Egyptian um, spirit energy. So, But the past few days, there's been a lot more um, coming out, um, like these guys that came out a while ago. Um, we're not coming out. You're right. No. no, they're already out, sorry. No. <laughs> I, I will say in all seriousness. <laughs> Chris has, uh, uh, is, is proper terminology, he's stumbled upon uh, some very uh, interesting connections that, that really... Uh, stumbled upon? That stumbled upon? That makes well, a uh, Tripped on? Uh, tripped on? No, no, it came to him. Tri tripped through. I brought through in a remarkable, brought calm and composed go. way. Yes. Yeah, with a lot of professionalism, yeah, that uh, sounds better. Very, in all seriousness, no, <laughs> all seriousness, um, um, Chris did did come upon or was or was given information that verified a couple of different things for John and I, and experiences we had here before, and uh, that Chris was not privy to in great detail, and uh, so it was uh, it was it was pretty astounding. Uh, wow, something sort of a dim. And then also uh, over at Saqqara, uh, near the Step step Pyramid. Do you want to and share that? Does that include any past life stuff of uh, yeah. yours, Scotty, at all? Not, not, not past life for me, as so far as I know. Well, and, well, and, yeah, and, there was a past and, life. And, there was that past life part that, well, that Chris did come up with, that you were my Nubian slave girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, yeah. really, isn't it all past life? Because, I mean, this will be your next past serious. life. Now, here, here's, here's uh, I, I will, uh, very in all seriousness, I do want to get serious because something Chris passed on to me, which he can uh, uh, elaborate on a bit, is that um, they want to see, these spirits want to see if they can trust us. And while we do have 
fun with it, and we and we joke about it, and so on. There, uh, the the serious side of this is that if indeed that exists on that side, uh, and we make buffoonery of it, uh, it, he that might be it. That might be oh, okay, Chris. Uh, we're done. We don't trust these guys. Uh, but uh, so so while we have fun with it, uh, just for the show and uh, and uh, to be a little lighthearted and uh, you know uh, alleviate uh, uh, or let loose a little bit, um, there's a serious aspect to this that there is no way to know for sure or to prove it but Chris is the person that knows for sure because he is the one who has the communication that comes to him and what John and I get out of that and anybody else that might talk to Chris this week is that uh, Chris has come up with individuals that have verified things that have happened to us both uh, while here in Egypt and, and Chris why don't I just turn it over to you and, and let you talk a bit about what uh, you can talk about both incidents. And, and, yeah, uh, yeah, you feel free. Okay, feel free. Okay, the first, the first, um, there's been, I brought quite a lot through over the, the week, but um, the first incident happened with it was with with John, who was about thirty meters behind me, and he shouted me back, obviously wanting to discuss something. This, this, by the way, is at the top of yes. Hill, yes, top of the mountain. Yes, right up at the top of the mountain, and. Um, John shouted me back, so on, on the, the way toward him, the first thing I seen was two gentlemen with him. So I thought I would say this to John because it, as a bit of confirmation before um, he, he told me what, what it was he wanted to say. Um, and I explained who the two gentlemen were, the, what, what they looked like and what their purpose was. John then told me that he, he could hear almost like Sergeant Major voice and a corporal voice trying to sort of saying things like come on old chap hurry up come on old chap try to sort of MG him on what I, what I explained to John the, the real communication was that these were um, protection they were, they were guidance they were guiding John up the mountain um, and the reason John was hearing the come on old chap and things like that was because they were using John's own voice and the way he speaks uh -huh. to um, have a better influence to, to keep him going and because it was a very grueling walk so it kept it, it kept um, John positive and moving forward and and it, and it meant something to him because if the was up that mountain he had the exact same thing without realizing where he was so do you want to, to elaborate on that John? Well, it, it was kind of weird, really, because last year, when uh, Scotty and I was climbing Cerebrid El Zuc, uh, El Khrib, um, Scotty had stayed behind with Mustafa Rezek, our, our inspector at the time. I had gone on ahead, and walking around the corner, I, I, I kind of, I, in tongue-in-cheek, I, I kind of went into two voices. I had this banter going, and I was by myself. I had this, this uh, kind of sergeant major voice, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. And then I had the corporal who was in a kind of wincy voice, yes sir, yes sir, okay sir, yes sure, yes sir. And I had this banter, and I was actually speaking this. Uh, are you back? Yeah, we're back. We're back. We never left. Um, which, you never really left? No. no. Where'd you go? <laughs> you were uh, at the corporal. Okay, so it was the sergeant major and the corporal. So there's these two voices. And I was regaling these two different voices to myself as I was walking. This was last year. Um, this year, I was in exactly the same spot, and it came through again. And I was regaling these two voices again. And the synchronicity just made me chuckle to myself. I was quite kind of quite, quite <coughs> Sorry, guys. That's we're okay. Problems here. That's okay. <clears throat> so you're chuckling to yourself because uh, you're reminiscing. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was reminiscent of what happened to me last year. And uh, so the same was happening to me this year. So as I turned the corner, I could see Chris further on ahead. So I called Chris to come down because I wanted to just share this with him um, because I, I felt it was worth sharing the synchronicity of it. And before I could even tell him exactly what was happening, he came out and told me there was these two gentlemen with me and uh, kind of uh, in a kind of guidance capacity kind of thing. And that it was through them that I was interpreting it in my own way, these two different voices, oh. with my own voice inside my head. 
and I, I was just blown away by it. To be honest with you, I really was. For me, it was it was quite an emotional moment to actually have someone of Chris's ilk um, before I even utter a word tell me exactly what I was feeling and exactly what I was doing. And I, I hadn't even told Chris any of this, and he didn't even know. Um, and he just came out with it all. And it was the, the verification of it was amazing. It really was. It was an amazing moment. So it was. It was more but like. It was more like uh, your guides there, not you creating something like a tulpa, but your guides there and Sorry? you interpreting uh, what your guides were saying kind of in your own way. Basically, yes. Basically, yes. I mean, that, that, that for me is exactly, or well, that's exactly how Chris uh, explained it to me. And they, they that felt right. Sorry, John. They weren't spirit guides. They, were, they, were actually, they actually belonged to the mountain. Okay. Uh, and about five minutes after it, ten minutes yeah. after it, I don't know. All right, we're back. We picked that up right where Chris came in. Yeah, right. Um, no, they weren't um, John's actual spirit guides. They were they were Egyptian guides from the actual mountain mm -hmm. um, who were there protecting John as he was as he was making his way up a grueling um, climb. But what we did find about ten minutes after that, we came across a shrine. Which which was all about the protection and the guidance, and this was connected to these two gentlemen, so that so it was a nice sort of ending to that. Wow, yeah, that's cool. Okay, so what about the other uh, experience? The other experience. Do I tell in your words, Sky? Um, um, you go ahead. Okay. And I'll, I'll fill in. The other experience was uh, yesterday. I think it was. We were in the the courtyard, um, of. Sakara. Oh, Sakara. These, these guys, these guys are historians. I just <laughs> tag yeah. along and, and see what I'm bringing through. So we're in the we're in the courtyard, and Scotty had a, an experience there before, um, and he, he asked me to have a look for him and see what was there. So we then went we went together, sat in the spot where he was, and there's a gentleman coming through for him again, Egyptian. Um, I told him the, the way he was dressed. In my own sort of unhistoric way, I <laughs> described him as um, naked apart from having a, a diaper, na nappy. Um, so, which these guys have Go figure, go figure. These, these guys have formed me, it was a loincloth. A loin so, um, so from there, I couldn't work out quite at this point whether he was there because he shared um, Scotty's religious viewpoints and viewpoints on things like that, or if he was there because Scotty reminded him of, of himself. Through time communicating, I found out that um, he was actually there because when spirit communicate with each other, it's, it's telepathic. So when Scotty was there the last time, this gentleman was there listening to Scotty's thoughts, which were very, very, obviously we're talking about imagery here rather than um, language. And they were very, very similar to the way that this gentleman would think when he was on this plane. Um, the gentleman, every time Scotty comes to Egypt, this gentleman is here with him. He wow. doesn't leave Egypt. He doesn't leave Egypt because he's ingrained in this society. Um, and then that goes to the sort of next story, which I'll, I'll the next part of it. But I'll let Scotty let sure. you know from his um, point of view. Well, I, I've had a couple of experiences here where um, you don't know sometimes when you when you don't do the kind of work that Chris does. You don't know what it is you're seeing or feeling or, or hearing. You don't know if you're making it up in your head. Yeah. You don't know exactly what's going on there. And uh, I was at Saqqara uh, last year, and uh, there was I, – I wanted to get a feel for the place and because uh, it's all in ruins, of course, and they've rebuilt a couple of the structures. And it was sitting in one of the courtyards. It was an open courtyard about – think of about the size of a football field. And there were uh, – several uh, um, arched little temples for lack of a better a quick way to uh, describe it that were lined along both sides of this and there's only two or three of them standing now and the rest are all crumbled and I sat at one far end of this closer to the stepped pyramid and uh, um, I was trying to imagine in my mind's eye what this place might have looked like and it was very quiet it was late afternoon, and I imagined in my mind's eye the, the, a, a low, slanting sun, uh, sunlight still out, but uh, low in the sky, um, torches burning, the temple, in, in a sense, in my mind's eye, in an 
Chronicle or something, one of those reconstructions in, in 3D graphics yeah, of an yeah. old site. And it reconstructs in front of your mind. This was all in my mind's eye. And so I saw this courtyard reconstruct, and I saw uh, four or five different, what, what I assumed were priests. They were clean-shaven, uh, bald, and they were wearing white, uh, I don't know if it was loincloths or white uh, uh, um, from the waist, or bare yeah. from the waist up, bare from the waist up, but like like the skirting that they would wear, the the ancient kilt, if you will. Yeah. And uh, they were bearing platters, and there was I could smell in my mind's eye the incense burning, um, and hear hear chanting, uh, in my again in my mind's eye, and uh, this all transpired in an instant. And uh, um, then I had another experience uh, over there, which I'm not going to talk about now because Chris doesn't know all the details of it, but uh, something else where, where it seemed like somebody had contacted me. Yeah. And uh, so this is what Chris picked up on was right there. We sat down on the same stone at the end of this compound where I was sitting last year. And uh, this is what Chris got was this character, this, this figure. And, and, uh, uh, and you said some more about him, Chris, about the trust elements. And yes, like that. yes, that, that's what I was explaining earlier about the fact that it's that trust thing, it's to tell me a bit at a time. So at the point, this point in time, I don't know the gentleman's name or anything like that, but I'm, as they, I'm pretty sure as the week goes on, he's going to start to tell me more um, once he starts to build up that trust element with me. Um, but the interesting thing was that what you told me happened a week or two after. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a week or two after I returned from Egypt last year, uh, John and I were talking one morning, and he said, "He said, Scotty, you know, Marie and I are insisting that you, you've brought something to the house and left it here, mm-hmm. and uh, that, that he's making his, himself known." And, uh, and this is what I told Chris, and uh, your response to that. Yeah. Well, I'd already told you the fact that he doesn't leave Egypt, um, so that was that was a nice little confirmation for you guys because um, it explains to, to John and Maria exactly why this um, energy was in their house and making his himself known because I do believe that he was there doing that because he wanted John to say this to Scotty because then it was almost like confirmation. Mm-hmm. For Scotty, it was like what he wanted to get this message across that I'm here, and that's that's what he got, and I feel that's um, the reason that happened. And I want to know, you know, what's his what's his name? Is this somebody I can communicate with and things like that? But you know, we're just patience and yeah, uh, yeah. Chris, pick so, up as a go. So Chris, about the trust thing, then. So yeah. in general, are you? Um, do you feel? apprehensive about communicating or do you feel comfortable with how you're supposed to communicate this because you guys have been on all these radio shows so you're out there on the edge sort of communicating yeah. all this stuff yeah no I'm, I'm I feel very comfortable what I, what I say because of the fact that I'm I'm not reading anything trying to create something um, trying to jump to assumptions about right. what information I've been passed on so I feel that the way I'm telling it is very respectful and I feel that that's the main trust issue they, they don't know me they, they, they know that I can communicate with them but they don't they don't know me from Adam yeah. they don't know if they can trust me and I feel that's where the trust issue is and the intention and feel, is good right so yes yes hmm. profound very very i mean this is a great twist i didn't expect to be able to talk to you guys about egyptian spirits and and some uh you know communication here like this um and you guys sound very open to it john and scotty well well yeah i mean this was the whole purpose of the of the trip to be honest with graham i mean not only was it retracing the footsteps of of both scotty and myself as we took this uh, expedition last year, um, but we also wanted to build into this other other concepts of spirituality, if you like, um, that we could investigate along the way. And you know, this is—I mean, let's be honest. I mean, this is how the three of us actually came together. Yeah, yeah. Back yeah. in well, back in 2010. Yeah. Yes. Um, when we, when Chris and I were looking to start up Paranormal Egypt, which was uh, a more of a, a paranormal investigation of Egypt and and its various ah. sites and so forth, which was going to be over a two-week period. But then the revolution happened, and that all fell by the by the wayside. Um, and then when Scotty and I bought this, uh, the Exodus Reality Adventures, uh, basically uh, the idea, the concept, we we contacted Chris and to see if he wanted to join in on this and uh, come along and and and. 
be part of the experience and see if there's anything he can actually add to it. It's, yeah, well, that's great, and it sounds like you're adding quite a bit. And, you know, there's something about this, too, and we talked about this a bit this morning. Well, uh, we talked about this very thing this morning and saying you've got an archaeologist and a historian, and we write about the things we write about, and we try to keep them uh, away from getting too deep into... The spirit world. If you will, the things uh, just because we, we want to keep open to the academics who would read the book and, and not just turn them off completely because we're speaking about things that they don't want to deal with in their realm yeah. and yet we wanted to bring Chris along on this trip uh, to be uh, that, that gateway to the spiritual element um, and say look uh, there's the historical there's the archaeological what about the things we can't prove within black and white what about the things that uh, we all think about whether you're academic or not you know, you can put it in the category of, is there God? Uh, uh, what's the spirituality? What's the ancient, if you will, the magics that existed back then that still exist today? Uh, I was asking our guide, uh, Taiba, uh, today, our Egyptian guide. Uh, he's very much into the history of Egypt and, and hieroglyphics and uh, archaeology. And uh, as an Egyptian, uh, he made some statements to us this morning about this and said, uh, you know, he says, uh, this isn't just about the black and white of history. He says, because all of Egypt and all of our history has always been wrapped around in the spirituality and the magic that existed. And uh, he says, this to me is a very real thing. And uh, so uh, when you're over here and we don't have the, if you will, the confines of Western culture that will look at this stuff and poo-poo it immediately and say, no, that's, that's not real. Those are things we're not going to entertain. You get into a culture where they don't care about that. Um, uh, they are more open to the spiritual and, and by heritage, I guess you would say, that magic is still here. And by magic, you know, you know what I mean by that. I, I don't want to use a, a trite or a light term with that, but that kind of spirituality still exists here and it has never gone away. And uh, so that is what Chris has been tapping into, and that's why he's here. So speaking of spirits and spirituality, what exactly do you say to someone whose house you've left an entity at? Mm. Like that's Sorry, like guys. that's like the ultimate house guest faux pas, I would imagine. That's worse I, I, than leaving the yeah, toilet yeah. seat up. There actually, I, I, we, I'd love to tell you more about that, guys, but there is actually more to that story. Um, but I can't say because I don't want Chris to know. I want to see if we, we, we want to see if this progresses and he actually picks up on this. Um, there's much more to that. And, and, and it's not like we're, we're trying to, ha-ha, Chris, we know something you do. No, but it's a good way to confirm some, you see, know, you some loose ends, Mr. Medium, right? It's not like that. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, That's it, exactly. It's, it's we want him to not be influenced by what by what our story might be, and uh, so we'll confirm where he needs any confirmation. Yeah. But we want him to to see what he picks up, free of being even subconsciously influenced by what we have to say about it. And to be fair, that's the way I ask the guys to do it because when when these guys are doing their their history and archaeology etc then I always make sure that I, I tend to go away on my own to, to just try. I communicate with the energy of the place without being preconditioned with what I've heard because it's, it's far too easy it's far too easy to um, jump to conclusions even as a medium when something comes through if you know the history to that particular thing or if somebody's told you a story of what happened before it's far too easy for me to my logical mind to make that exactly what I'm getting through uh-huh. so it's better if I know if I know nothing then I can tell exactly what's there and, and then we take it from there oh so it's, okay it's, it's, wow. it's a I'd be a good medium then I don't really know no, much I of anything I <laughs> Um, I, I gotta share something with with you about John Ward. Um, he he admittedly, although he might not use these words in public, he's a big scaredy cat. And uh, uh, John John told me when he first encountered this entity that he and Maria both uh, believed oh, uh, was please. left behind. You're sharing this. He said <laughs> this he was walking bus- from his office around midnight or after midnight, and. Uh, and he was stopped cold in between the dining room 
in the kitchen doorway. He was reaching for the light and he was stopped cold. And he said he couldn't move. And he felt this entity and he screamed like a little girl for Marina. <laughs> and she came running out and helped him uh, helped him with this. And uh, uh, But she's also shared with me and she unabashedly shares with me that he'll crawl into her lap uh, with horror movies on the TV, so... Uh, <laughs> you are no longer my friend. <laughs> oh, strong words. Sir. Sir. <laughs> so, Chris, Chris, do you have any other highlights from the other areas you guys have been in? Like, what, what have you found uh, interesting, the most interesting out of, as far as energy goes, or...? They... The, the most interesting, there's another couple of things um, which have really interested me. The, yes, was it yesterday when we were at the doors? The, the doors. Not the one I yeah, fell through, well, the one before that. Well, the, the, uh, do you <laughs> mind if I just bring in this? The, yes. The, the, there's a little concept here. Um, through uh, Chris and my uh, relationship, our friendship, we, we also have a, a mutual... Um, interest in old Alistair Crowley yeah. and uh, both Chris and I have, and Scott, we've all been talking about uh, various different uh, spirituality, energies and so forth o over the years and with Chris being here I, we've, we've kind of shared various different insights into the various locales and the sites and what they produce and, and what's there and so forth and you had, you had a, a profound experience in Sakara. Which yes. I expected. Yes. I was yes. expecting. I, I said to you, Chris, yeah. well, you share, you share. Should we really be telling? Yeah, go on, go on, go on. Go on. Uh, no, 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 no. I think we should leave that for a book. I think we'll leave that for the book. It's yes. a surprise. Oh. Leave it for the oh. book, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but it was very... It was very profound. Very profound and very moving. So... Okay. So, okay, well, what about the next one? <laughs> <laughs> symbolic doors and John was explaining this to me um, and as I turned around <clears throat> even though Egyptians they're not all very very tall this man was huge standing behind us with his arms crossed and he's in a sort of aggressive way again it was like a guidance way but it was almost like someone proud that we're into where we've entered his home and he was standing there waiting for us to finish um, talking about, about these symbolic doors because he wanted to welcome us further into the, 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 the location where we're at um, and that that was very nice because it, for some like myself with him because I always felt he didn't trust but from that point I, I felt that trust start to disappear sorry, the trust issues are starting to disappear so that was quite a profound um, point Yeah. Um, and funny enough Scott thing was tell me what each thing was and one th thing we went through it looked as if we were heading a public toilet didn't it <laughs> um, and I just assumed that's not the job to make a public toilet that's, a, that's, that's another story <laughs> sorry oh, that was not humorous that was humorous I found humor in it, it yeah and it made me chuckle too uh, um, so where was it yes so as we were walking around this corner um, suddenly walking with us all heads three of them walking with us um, and it looked as if they'd offerings in their hands um, and I says to John, actually says to John, I'm surprised that they're following us in here because it's not part of the, the main temple and from what I can see we're just heading into what looks like a cupboard but, um, and that's when John gives his little, raises one eyebrow, which, which is what he likes to do. Um, when, when, that's what you do. I do, I do raise yeah, my yeah, eyebrow. Yeah, so John raised his one eyebrow which then told me, yeah, that the priests would be walking through here with offerings. So that was quite interesting because it was the same place that Scotty had, without me knowing, had seen all these priests. So, th so that was a nice little link. Mm -hmm. And then there's, 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 there's been other things which I won't sort of, um, divulge just now um, because I feel that there's a lot more to come from them, but we will in the future. Yeah, that's um, cool. And, and you guys have so much more to do still, right? You're going down to Aswan, to Abu Simbel, and then yes, and then you're yeah. going to be in the City of the Dead and the Home of the Living, so that should be interesting for Chris. It's going to be amazing. We, we've got the whole thing to go yet. 
Got, uh, the whole of Luxor to uh, to investigate and explore together, um, and the, the the group are having a fantastic time. I mean, just to share with you briefly, because I know we're running out of time here, guys. But uh, this evening uh, we turned up at the Temple of Edfu, and unfortunately we, we arrived late and it had closed. Um, much to the disappointment of our guests, of course, but uh, uh, Ahmed Said, our inspector who's with us, uh, was able to pull some strings, and we <laughs> actually had no, no, there was no backsheesh. <laughs> this was purely uh, through through um, contacts between myself and Ahmed Said and, and the temple itself and the, the management there, and we were able to get the temple open privately for uh, just just us. for our group. Oh, and we had nice. a complete private tour, and we had the the whole sound and light show performed just for us. And guys. I'm going to it, it was moving. I, I was moved to tears. I know Scotty was moved to tears, and most of the group were moved to tears. And I was nearly in tears because I missed the full thing. You, I, no. I, was having oh. I was having an experience of a different kind in an Egyptian hospital, which is the only way I could describe it is like being in a, a, a prison because there was bars everywhere. There was men walking about with machine guns, and then there was this poor Scotsman with a with a Dutch food, uh, food, food. So all, all the food. orderlies are packing heat. Yeah, but that's it, all right. It, it, that's it all right. You it, could probably get a settlement of free Exodus tours for life now, Chris. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. I don't think so. <laughs> my, my lawyer, my lawyer's on. To... <laughs> Hello, nurse. But anyway, so are you? Have you gone to the Valley of the Kings yet, or is that on the agenda? No, we've got the whole of Luxor to still do, guys. Yeah, um, that's great. Gonna be in the, after we finish with the Sybil, uh, we're going to drive back up, and then we're going to meet with the boat, and then we're going to sail back up to Luxor, and then we're going to we're going to moor the boat on the west bank, the necropolis, ancient Thebes, and we've got the whole of Luxor to do, um, right up until the 25th, and so it, it's it's going to be a, this trip. Is actually, I mean, the planning of it, the logistics of putting it together, have been immense. Uh, both Scotty and I have been run ragged, along with Little Mo as well. Who, you know, at the end of the day, Little Mo is is, is godsend. He really is. He he is everything. Um, he is God himself. He he that guy. He what he doesn't know, or who he doesn't know, and what he doesn't know is, is isn't worth knowing. Um, he is fantastic. Um, but the, as, as I say, we it's it's phenomenal, and it's just getting better day by day by day. It's just getting better and better and better. So. But could you do it with uh, a half a million Jews? Could you make the trip? Is it feasible? I think I think it's um, feasible. Um, we just need a bit of extra bread. Yeah, a little uh, extra bread and uh, water. Yeah, uh, uh, a few more bits, uh, a few more jars of jam. Yes. And a few more boiled eggs, and we'd be fine. I think so. And, and a few more extra Chris Conways. Yes. <laughs> Who don't few, so, so if we can do what? What's your group? Twenty? Twenty or so total? Do you think? With like all the with everybody involved, a group of twenty. Oh, with with all the the staff. Yeah, well, exactly. Staff really is is uh, John and me, and Little Mo is our business partner over here, uh, Mohammed El Kadi, um, and he has all the business connections, and uh, John has all the archaeological connections. So they do everything on this end, the Egyptian end, which I can't really help with. I I, I have no connections over here at all. To, to pull any strings or to arrange anything, so that all gets done over here. Uh, I do more marketing uh, and uh, everything else that goes along with that. And uh, don't belittle yourself. And I'm not belittling. It's, it's, it's amazing. Not going into great detail. Oh well, thank you. Thank it's, you. It's, we couldn't do it without you. Well, thank you. Well, we could try. So st statistically, <laughs> with uh, with half a million people, you'd have uh, twenty thousand. Sprained ankles every five days. <laughs> Statistically speaking, only, only the mediums. Uh, only if they were Scottish. <laughs> it's too bad you didn't see that coming, eh, Chris? Oh. Well, I think he was warned. Yes. I think he was warned. John's daughter uh, woke up uh, in her. Well, she didn't even wake up. Uh, she, she had. She opened up one eye. One eye open. And said, "Don't go through the door." <laughs> and uh, so, 
<laughs> we didn't put that one together until after he tripped through the door. <laughs> I didn't. So. These guys are making sense of a trip through a door. I didn't. There was a dangerous hole in the ground, which my foot got caught in. I then fell. I was going to fall on top into John's daughter, so I actually risked my own life. Brian, it was with me. No, she was beside me. No, she was beside, she me. Was beside me. You were beside... Brian, was with... Hey, he's the medium. He yeah. knows who was where. Yeah. Uh, uh, excuse me, but... Ignore, guys, jo ignore we... John. He's... he's he just seems I, thought we've, I thought we'd already talked about this Brian at the beginning beside, of the show. No, Brian was beside me. I was talking to her at the time. Are you in a time lapse? We've already discussed no, this. He, he was, no, no yeah, we haven't. No, we haven't. We have. We discussed no, this we, at the beginning no, of the show. No, yeah, but we, we didn't talk about... What, Not you, the details. Yeah. No, exactly. There we talked go. about John's fantasy story about how it happened. <laughs> I was... I was speaking to to, to Bryony. I nearly fell into Bryony, so I risked my own life to to make sure that I didn't. And that that's that's the real story, which John doesn't. Sorry, share. I, I'm not listening. To and that's that. when you went over on the ankle because you you kind of that's, avoided that's, the collision. Yeah. Yeah, that's when I went over yeah, on the ankle. I can picture so it really, like that. Yeah, yeah. So I really I, I, I risked my own life, but John doesn't thank me for it. It's a three thousand year old pavement. You managed to find a divot. No, to troll you managed to yes. find a divot. Have you ever seen what three thousand year old pavements exactly. look like? They're like they're like cobblestones that have been worn by thousands of years of water, well, that's sand, and wind. Years old. John has a way of belittling accidents. I wonder how many an ankles have gone down to that crack in the concrete over like, the last it's millennia. It's probably it's none. Quite a lot, except I would say. for one. It's quite a lot. Scotty had an accident last year, tripped over a boulder, a and, pebble. And John, a pebble. John tells everybody oh, it was a pebble. Oh, please! The so, man tripped over a pebble on the very first day, tore his Achilles heel, and managed to do the entire trip. I by, climbed a mountain. He climbed that. a mountain. You fall through a door, sprain your little ankle, and now you've got it in plaster as if, you know, you're going to have it amputated. I think John didn't get enough breast time. You guys, be careful of the the, the caves in the we Valley think, of the Kings. Cause I, I broke a thong walking through those caves there. <laughs> you're wearing a thong in the cave? A flip-flop. A flip-flop. There's our man, there's our man yes. in the nappy. Yes, yes. <laughs> See if you can get any visions of Graham in a thong in the cave while you're there, Chris. <laughs> it was a flip-flop. We jumped over the barrier in the back, and, yeah, I had to walk out in one bare foot. Wow. So how did you make a flip-flop into a thong? Thong. I was wondering that myself. That's another word for them. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole new show. Thong. Thongs. They call them thongs. No, they don't. Yeah, they we do. Used to. We used oh, to. We used to. Not anymore. Thumb. You sucked a thumb. A thumb. Is, is that a Canadian thing? That is not a Canadian thing. <laughs> do you even wear flip flops? In no, Canada? that's. that's oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For about four weeks. I grew up in Minnesota, and we called them thongs. Okay. Thank you, Scotty. That was a seventies thing. <laughs> yeah. Why did Scotty? It was in the seventies. Yes. Scotty is actually doing impersonations of the Virgin Mary at this oh. moment in time. <laughs> 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 you know, like, you look like a Betty woman. You look like my Nubian slave girl. Oh, John. Oh, oh. I'm a Bedou. <laughs> no, I have my... Before we wrap it up, can you guys... Uh, you guys are having another one of these in October. Is there tickets left for that? Is there a place our, yep. our, our listeners yes. can jump in? If you wish to buy tickets, feel free. You can go to exodusreality.com, and it's going to be uh, a week after the end of the Paradigm Symposium, which is the first weekend in October, the 2nd through the 5th, and then the 13th through the 25th is the Exodus Reality Adventure. And it's going to be even more amazing than this one, I think. It's going to be the same trip, but just with more frosting on the cake. Will, will Chris so be there? Fine. That's the big question. Will Chris it's be there again? There. Yeah, Chris. Yes, good. Yes. Right. With, with his past. With my, with, yes. Well, you know, if you guys need an official podcast of the tour to take care of all your interviews and audio logistics, you know, I think we're free that week. You, you, you guys uh, buy tickets and come along. You are the official podcasters. 100% guaranteed. We, we, we've actually been doing daily pod podcasts on this uh, for, for our, our own uh, intrepid radio over at KGRA. Oh, that's cool. And uh, uh, so we've, uh, um, uh, yeah. But uh, uh, I have nothing more to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we, how's that? Segway. Segway off of that one.
<laughs> we might send. Uh, we might. Uh, maybe we'll send Graham on the next one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Be, that's good. I'd, I'd like. I'd like to see Graham in RPG. I'd like to see Darren RPG. Here. RPG. There's I'm, enough I'm, RPGs. I'll come in on there. the the maybe one on 2015. Because it's rocket propelled grenade. There's a lot of those that's in Egypt, right? He also John also pronounces H with H like H like Newfies H. So there you go. H H H H H has a proper pronunciation. You know what that is, John? That's a H rhyme. Well, we're gonna link to all that in the in the show notes, guys. And we'll, uh, you know, we'll put all your websites up there, and and we'll uh, we'll plug it on our. I don't think he can. Oh, I think we're back. We're back. Right. Oh, there you are. So yeah, we're gonna plug all that in our podcast, and we'll uh, we'll talk about your uh, your fantastic October coming up, twenty fourteen. You guys should get right. someone on the boat there to take a picture of the three of you right now and send it over so I can use it as the artwork. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Sure. Yeah. Little Mo is here. Mo, little Mo, say hello to the guys in Canada. This is Canada. It's very cold. Not hello, how are you? <laughs> hello, Mo. Good. Hey, Mo. Everything okay in Canada? Everything's good. Yeah, it's all good. Sun is shining. The weather, the sun is shining. So. Very good. Very yeah. Good. yeah. Really, really good. Okay. Take take a picture of the three of us with uh, the the uh, the logo. In the, oh, all right. Okay, you're gonna take it from over there. Okay. Who's that? Hang on. Hang on. That's Scotty. <laughs> there we go. The Nina, oh, the Pinta, oh, the Santa Maria. Oh. I'll do you in the bottom while you're drinking sangria. Nachos, lemon heads, my dad's boat. You won't go down cause my dick can float. We sail around the world and go port to port. Every time I come, I produce a quart. Put on your life vest, let's drop anchor. There's a nice lady who I like to swank her. Your mom's there. You'll be amazed when I come in your head. Pull up the anchor, anchor. cause we're leaving dry land. Get below deck with a tick in your hand. Anchors away, it's shiver me timbers. We like to fuck ladies with our eight inch members. Love me hookers who be a curvy. Ain't had lemons and limes, so contracted the scurvy. Drop the anchor, give that hoe a shout. Cause I'm using my compass to find a nappy dugout. And that was Dr. John Ward and Scotty Roberts floating down a boat in the Nile. Yeah. On the Nile. On the Nile. Hopefully you guys uh, stuck through the little hiccups and, and listened to it because it was a great time. Uh, kind of. There was some good chat there with Chris about the psychic stuff, but I mean, uh, other than that, it was pretty jovial and lighthearted, which, was, which is kind of fun from time to time. Oh, yeah. It's always fun with those two guys, for sure. Yeah. We're going to get Chris on in some better audio conditions, for sure. Yeah. Uh, just by himself, two on one. But I got to admit, man, that added a whole dimension to that that Exodus reality adventure. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't expect that, right? I expected more of like the tour around all the sites and the, the hardcore kind of archaeological thing with a little bit of the Moses in there. But these guys were doing uh, some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, it's cool. John Ward, uh, Dr. John, seems like he's coming around, coming around <laughs> to the paranormal side more and more. Yeah, we'll see about that. Next thing you know, we'll be talking about acoustic uh, pyramids. Well, hey, why why can't you go there if you if you go uh, you know to the whole to the whole psychic thing? It's not very it's not much of a leap. What about whistle <laughs> pyramids? <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, that was fun. Yeah, are you maybe Graham will go on the next one and we can really. Uh... We can. I can talk to you while you're on the boat. Yeah, maybe. And we can, we'll just have you live the whole time. Well, we'll do like we'll open up a UStream channel <laughs> of you just like with a GoPro on your head and like a fucking mic. Away you go. And all you hear is Scotty and John like jibber jabbing in the background the whole time. <laughs> anyway, guys, I hope you uh, hope you enjoyed the bonus app. Uh, 
we'll probably pop these out from time to time. Now that we've got a pretty full schedule and we get these little unique opportunities, I think we'll just pop them out as a, a bonus episode. Yeah, Always exactly. for free. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you on our next regular show. Drop the ink and give that hoe a shout Cause I'm using my compass to find a nappy